All right. Thank you for joining the ESBC Podcast Network, where the purpose of the podcast is to make me money. I always say that because it's all about being authentic and transparent. That's why it's like a investing, listening to the podcast and investing in the picks we give you, just like investing in a stock where you get a perspective, perspectives, and unless it's a Chinese company, you're getting real numbers. But we just don't give you picks. We teach you how to pick. So in this podcast, so every podcast is a business meeting with a purpose and an outcome. So right now, 52.5% were even. We started the bowl season at five and one. So when you look at that, so I bet $1,000 a game. So it's 950 times four equals 3,800 minus 1,000 that I lost. So we have $2,800 profit since we started uh, bowl season. Uh, but it's just not giving you the picks, it's teaching you how to pick. So you have a purpose to make money, and that's the outcome, right? Consistently, because to be a real business, you have to be consistent, repeatable, and scalable. So that's what sports bidding is right now, as it goes through a transitory period. But we're taking advantage of that. And in about... 20 minutes, I'm leaving for the Oregon State-Utah State game. Uh, leader from the Pac-12 against the champion from the Mountain West. So very excited about uh, being able to do so. We're going to have great seats and get Chance Nolan, who we had on the Faith Family Football Podcast, play and chat is on, on the podcast. So it's going to be going to make it a great day. However, we're going to go through the first part of the podcast. We're going to teach you how to bet bowl games, right? Uh, and it starts with a value equation. The value equation is psychological factors plus functional factors divided by time and money. So it's like the NCAA tournament where the time and money portion, you're valuing travel time. Uh, where is the game located, right? Also, did the coach leave? You looked at the time component because of uh, recruiting day, recruiting signing day, leave for another job. So that leads to number two, are there coaching changes? You look at uh, who's coaching the team. Is the assistant going to be able to rally the troops now that the coach has left? Uh, you look at coaching mismatches, and you look at the coach's bowl record. So you look at all those factors and you put them in an equation and it comes out with a number. Now, another mistake people make betting on these games is they bet blindly without doing research. Also, if you have not seen the teams play, then don't bet on the game. You don't have enough information. Now, the Mac games I can pick because I started watching Mac action when they start playing on Tuesdays. So I've actually seen them play before I'm investing this money for or against it, all right? And the last point I'll make about bending on this game is that you have to look at trends and then be ready to go the other way. All these games are going over. So you gotta wait for the numbers to get crazy and then you go the other way under. So these picks are, are my picks right now. I've made almost all of them. I'll tell you if I have it. And uh, 
I pretty actually I did bet, bet all of these up until uh, the 27th. So on Twitter, it's going to be the same thing. Uh, if a line goes crazy and I go the other way, I'll have it on Twitter. All right. So now you know how to bet the games. Let's go right into these games. We're five and one as we start. Uh, today is December the 18th. Next game is going to be December 20th. And I got Tulsa minus nine. The over under is 53. All right. Uh, it's versus Old Dominion. You have really two types of teams. You have Blue Bloods, and you have teams that are developmental teams. Okay. So developmental teams play the first half of the bowl season, and then the Blue Bloods play late. So we really have to do a lot of research on these teams. I've been watching these teams all year. Tulsa, I watched them play against USF. They're from the AAC. And they just have a lot more talent than Old Dominion. And Old Dominion is a new program. They've only been in the upper level a few years. And Tulsa, Philip Montgomery, he recruits Texas well. He develops players well. And he has that program rolling on their level. All right. Uh, the AAC uh, is going to have had a team in the playoffs, right? Cincinnati. And if they beat Alabama, Plus 14, plus 15, I already bet plus 15 Cincinnati. But if Cincinnati wins that, the AAC is going to have a, a team in the final. And Tulsa played them tough. So I like Tulsa minus nine, right? And Tulsa likes to run the ball a lot. So it's going to be under 53 against Old Dominion. On December the 21st, you have USTA, who is a darling of the ESPN against San Diego State. Uh, Hulk. The coach of San Diego State is good uh, when he has time to prepare. He has that defense rolling, and you're getting points. So go with San Diego State plus three points. And I saw USDA play in the Conference USA Championship game against our guy, who you will see in the NFL, Ben Rathlaff, who's on the Face and Family Football Podcast as well. Listen to all his podcasts. We give you nuggets why uh, I've been able to do so well into year 50 of my life. <laughs> it, it, we put those nuggets in there, things that we learned, and I learned from other people in those faith family football that I have with these young guys. Uh, ben Rasslaff and Chance Nolan, uh, who's playing tonight in the LA Bowl, the Jimmy Kimball Bowl. So take San Diego State plus three, under 49. San Diego State has a great defense. Army against Missouri. Missouri's going to have a talent advantage. Uh, Army always plays great defense. They are down from losing to Navy. Uh, Missouri's going to copy that game plan. Uh, Missouri, it's all about recruiting, right? The SEC, uh, bowl practices haven't, they have to pare things out. So what I'm saying is it's going to be a simple game plan. They have more talent than Army. It's going to be a very disciplined game, a lot of running. So it's going to be under 57. So take your Missouri Tigers plus four under 57. On December the 22nd, Wednesday. All right. Then we're looking at uh, 
North Texas at home on December the 23rd. In part, doing well on these uh, bowl games, especially these early games with uh, developmental programs, is that keeping track of this makes you a lot of money. Just keeping track. <coughs> it's even hard for the bookmakers. Because remember, you are competing against other bettors, against bookmakers, casinos. It's hard for them to concentrate on developmental teams that aren't on ESPN, like North Texas. North Texas, uh, the coach, Seth Luttrell, great coach. Uh, they're winning late. They're going against Miami, Ohio. Uh, they're actually going to have a talent advantage against Miami, Ohio, even though Miami, Ohio is favorite. Miami, Ohio did well in the bowl game last year against San Jose State. Now, North Texas, uh, benefactor of the program. When I say benefactor, he gave the program $250 million. I believe he's a graduate of North Texas. It's Fertetta, the owner of the Houston uh, Rockets, the guy who gave uh, University of Houston $500 million. So he gave a school he did not graduate from more than his alma mater because Houston has bigger stash, but he gave North Texas $250 million, not $250, $250 million, Fertetta. Uh, so they built a $75 million stadium. They're going to the AAC. So Cincinnati's leaving. Houston's also leaving. Uh, so it's a level up for them. So they're they're moving self-trusted program. They're winning late. So I like your North Texas. Mean green. Uh, over the 54 points of the Charleston offensive coach. And so is the guy at Miami of Ohio. Let's see. What's the name of the guy from Miami, Ohio? We can look it up real quick. So I was uh, refreshing my memory on the Mac. So I have it up. I always look at the Phil Steele all year long. So maybe Ohio Redhawks. Their coach is uh, Chuck Martin. He's in his eighth season. He replaced Brian Kelly as head coach at uh, Grand Valley State. Won two national titles, 74 and 7. He joined Kelly and Notre Dame. So he's a good coach for your Miami, Ohio Reds, uh, Hawks. And we'll look at his bowl record here. His bowl record is uh, actually, they lost last year, but they covered the spread. That's what I was thinking about. I guess Louisiana, 2019, which is last year to me. All right. But uh, I look for them to lose. So take uh, North Texas on that money line. It's really a home game for North Texas. And the rest are going to know what's going on with Tortetta. All right. Uh, Florida, plus seven. And uh, the place I graduated high school from, St. Petersburg, Florida, Gasparilla Bowl against UCF. Uh, Florida has a bad defense. UCF's coach is an offensive coach who won a national title. As an offensive coordinator, he's supposed to be an offensive guy. That means this game is going over 55 and that you can't finish university. will cover 7.5 points. You can't even take them on the money line. I hate them because I graduated from the University of South Florida and they're a rival. So for me to pick them hurts a lot. And, uh, but I feel that they will probably win this game. 
because they have more incentive. And Florida's going through a transition. So anytime you go into a transition, right, to watch Sex in the City, the new one that I, that I watched with my wife, right, trade off for watching all this football, uh, Carrie's going to transition, right? Big died. Her husband died. So it's traumatic. Divorce. Big transition. Middle school to high school. High school to college. College to real life. All kinds of transitions are very traumatic. Even a safe transition, like retiring. After making a lot of money, transition is still sometimes messy. Florida is going through a transition. So you look for that bowl game. You monetize it because people don't do the research. And uh, the lines don't reflect what's actually going on. So UCF probably should be favored in this. You can't finish university plus five, over 55. On December, uh, Christmas Eve, December 24th, your Memphis Tigers, minus eight, over 55, over Hawaii. Hawaii's a developmental team. They are at home, but Memphis has a lot more talent. And they want to market and brand themselves in a game they're playing by themselves for the next year. Good vacation for them. Get, get them out of Memphis. Get them to Hawaii. Huge talent advantage over Hawaii. Uh, this is going to be like the UCLA-Hawaii game at the beginning of the season. So look for Memphis to cover and go way over 55 as both coaches. The only way Hawaii can win is in a super shootout. They're going to have a lot of fake plays. Tom Gratham. The head coach at Hawaii used to be at Arizona State, uh, used to be at Pitt. Uh, he loves, in this game, he loves trick plays. The only way he can win is a, you know, 60 to 55. But I think Memphis has enough defense to get that extra score to get it over eight. So look at Memphis, minus eight, over 55. Coach Sean Elliott's made me a lot of money. Coach Sean Elliott, offensive coordinator, offensive line coach, for Stevie Spurrier at South Carolina. And South Carolina was winning 10 games. Notice how hard it is to win 10 games in South Carolina. Will Musham couldn't do it. Nobody's done it since Spurrier left. And Sean Elliott was a big part of recruiting those guys. So he's a great evaluation of that evaluator of talent. And for the SEC, South Carolina is more of a developmental program. That means you get the guys in and you develop them versus Alabama does not have to develop those blue blood guys they have, but they do anyways. That's why they win the national title every year. Georgia isn't as good yet at developing talent as Alabama. That's why they can't beat them, but they're blue blood and they win 10 games every year. Georgia State, they go 0-12 if they can't develop players. Seven five, big upset win uh, this year. I don't know if it was a win. Let me check that. But it was a good cover for you, which is all I care, which is a win for me. So we're looking at Georgia State. They're in Atlanta. So they have a good recruiting base, guys that left uh, SEC programs, wanted to live in the big city, go to the clubs where all the girls are at, and go to Georgia State after getting kicked out of Auburn or something. So they played Auburn, and they covered the spread. Uh, 34 to 24, which for me is a win. They beat Monroe. Monroe beat a lot of people, 55 21. Uh, Louisiana, which only lost one game, was 21 17. So you're getting points with Georgia State here. Uh, actually, you're not. You're getting it's minus five, over 50, Ball State on the road. So I was thinking Ball State, too. They beat San Jose State last year. Their, their coach, Scott New, uh, 
played in the Arena League, coached in the Arena League, smart guy, good offensive guy. So this game's going over. But I like Georgia State to get that extra touchdown because they're playing basically a home game for them down in the south. So Georgia State, yeah, they're playing the Camilla Bowl. The Montgomery, Alabama. The Ball State has to travel for that. December 27th, last games we'll cover for the next podcast is Nevada plus seven, under 57. And in Detroit against Western Michigan, another Mac team we saw play. Nevada has a little bit of more talent and a coach was the offensive coordinator at UCLA. I'll get you his exact name here. Uh, he does a great job of developing uh, talent and the Mount West. Wish I'm going to see their champion play. So I'm looking at, of course, Norville. That's the name. Of course, Nor- Norville. Uh, does a great job developing talent. Uh, Jay Norville, right? He's led him to Four now straight bowl games. Nevada Norville has over 30 years of coaching experience, including working with Peyton Manning in Indianapolis, 98 through 2001. Fifth year as the OC quarterback coach is Mal, Matt Mummy, son of Hal, one of the founders of the air raid offense. Second year defense coordinator, Brian Ward. So Norville's a great coach. He's doing a great job at Nevada. He has time to prepare. And you have to do your research and you got to know what you're doing to make that money off these bowl games. Like I'm making you. But it's really, I get shot tomorrow. You got to learn how to bet these bowl games yourself. So uh, look for coaches like that. Like Norville with time to prepare. Uh, He does a great job. And his record is two and one bowl games. So give him time to prepare a great coach like that. Uh, He will win. And in this period, getting seven points on top of it. So mismatch, market inefficiencies. One guy made $57 billion. I have an MBA securities license. So I look at, you know, what makes people money and uh, look at market inefficiency is. So when there's a trend and people overreact to the trend, taking advantage of the market inefficiency is going the other way. Last game we'll cover. For the first part of bowl season part one, we'll have bowl season part two coming out probably the 27th. Uh, we'll record it and then publish it. We always have the live stream on Twitter. Also the live stream on um, YouTube. All right, so you're looking at your East, another great coach with time to prepare. East Carolina, take them on the money line under 52. So I'm not mistaken here. Right, they're getting points. So you're getting four points on ECU. So I would take him plus four on the money line, under 52. Uh, coach Houston is a great coach. He has time to prepare. He has a lot of super seniors that he developed. He's the, the epitome of the developmental coach. Developmental coach. He developed talent in the SCS and won a national title. The guys that win national titles on those lower levels, they're guys that are really dedicated, right? And they're really into what they're doing and they do more with less. 
to win a national title on that level. Uh, he's done a great job developing talent at ECU. ECU, well, what he can do, right? He's recruiting against South Carolina and North Carolina. He's, he's gotten his share of people. So super seniors, the guys that are playing their sixth year. So this is the last game for a lot of guys who are pure developmental, have zero blue blood in them, and they're going against Boston College, who's on a losing streak. So I love betting against teams that are on a losing streak. Look for the game to go under 52. Because Houston's the way he likes to control the game is through defense, running game, and special teams. They went toe-to-toe with South Carolina. Should have beat them. Remember, South Carolina did pretty well in the SEC. All right, so that's part one. A bowl season, uh, you always get more by giving. It's not philanthropy or religious. It's a business decision. You always get 10 times more than you give. So we're giving away the picks. No need to pay extra sport $300 a month or Barstool $69 for three picks. None of that. Just use these picks, bet equal amounts. Uh, we have links in the top 10 rules of betting, and we almost close. With Winston Churchill, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Podcast Network. So they want to mock us all they want to mock us. I'm telling them it's not over. So they can print all that crap all they want all over their locker. It's not over. It'll never be over here. Yes, sir. We're going to beat their ass and recruit it. We're going to beat their ass every time they say it. You understand that? Yes, sir. Roll that one. Fuck you. Yeah! That's why this one don't cost $800. And that goes to us. And I don't know what that costs. I'm just sh